Day seven, you guys, we are on day seven of the 21 day pelvic health challenge. One week down and two more to go. I hope you guys have learned something so far. Some of these days so far have been pretty kind of, what's the word? Like straightforward educational, whereas you might see a little bit more functional lifestyle stuff coming your way in the next two weeks. So today I'm excited. We are chatting about vulvo vaginal care and hygiene. So essentially how you take care um, of your vagina and your vulva. And I know this can seem a little dry also because there might be kind of some times where I'm just hammering out a list with you guys, but this stuff is really, really quite important. And for some people, they might hear this and say, well, yeah, duh, that seems very obvious. But the truth is most people don't think well enough about this stuff or don't think specifically about about the effect that some of the hygienic care we do can have on our vulva or have on our vagina and some of the negative effects it might have. So even though some of this might feel like common sense, there's likely a few things in here that are going to be a little bit of an aha moment and might give you guys a little bit extra info that you didn't know. But it is a really, really important thing to understand and know and be aware of. And so I'm trying to remember back on day one, I could have listened to you guys, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to remember if I talked about the difference of the vulva and vagina. And I think I more specifically talked about the pelvic floor. So the vulva and vagina are terms that often get misused or kind of switched up. A lot of people say their vagina when what they're actually referring to is their vulva. So the vulva refers to the area outside of the vagina. Okay, so this think of this as um, like your labia. So the lips, that would be part of the vulva, the mounded area on top of your pubic bone. So the mons pubis, your clitoris, the urethra. So where you pee, that's part of the vulva. And then the opening to the vagina is also part of the vulva. This is all of the external genitalia. And there's more specific stuff to that. I won't get into it too much. The one thing I will say is there's also the vestibule. So that's at the entrance of the vagina. There's something called a vestibule. Um, And this again is part of the vulva. So all of those pieces compromise the vulva. Whereas when we're talking about the vagina, what we're actually talking about is the actual muscular tube. So when you insert something into the vagina, you're inserting it into that muscular tube. Okay, so that is the difference. So when we talk about vulvovaginal care, we really are talking about the care of both of these things. And proper hygiene of this area, proper hygiene in general, but especially proper hygiene of this area is really, really important to our pelvic health and to our overall health. You see, our vulva and our vagina is actually very sensitive and sensitive to any sort of changes, especially the vagina. It's very sensitive to changes in pH. And this is probably the most important part of maintaining healthy vaginal hygiene. So infections can occur when bacteria, funguses, or any other organisms grow in a more uncontrolled way. Now, some of these organisms are already in the vagina, right? We all know we we have tons of bacteria in our body. I think I don't know the number now, it's something crazy, but they far outweigh everything else or outnumber everything else, right? There's thousands of them. So some of these organisms already live in the vagina, but they're kept at a really healthy level by some of the coexisting good stuff. 
sometimes people are actually introducing new bacteria into the vagina and that's a different problem as well. Basically the out of whack pH symptoms or the out of whack pH could cause symptoms like irritation, itching, pain, change in your discharge, unusual discharge, so different color, smell, amount. And this is often the beginning stages of an infection. Most of the pH changes happen when a foreign substance is introduced to your vulva or your vagina uh, in ways of washing or substances or a variety of different things. So something that you'll see as I talk through some of the tips in terms of keeping good hygiene. So let me just dive right into it. I'm going to go through some of the tips. It might feel a little dry at times, but again, please listen through because this stuff is really, really important. The first part we'll talk about is actually keeping everything clean. So cleaning the vulva and the vagina, and that's pretty straightforward, you guys. Essentially, you want to wash it daily, use warm water. I often tell people to use their hands instead of a washcloth or a loofah because that can cause some irritation. And then you most definitely want to avoid any perfume soaps, body washes, or shampoos. So if you're someone who uses a really nice body wash, that's great, but avoid it in the area of your vulva and definitely do not wash inside your vagina. The vagina actually cleans itself. That's what discharge does, right? It's working through and cleaning the vagina. And if you're frequently washing inside of it, this can lead to definite irritation and infection. So again, avoiding any products that are scented, any special scrubs and douching, even if they say they are specifically meant for vaginal care, because these products really can throw that vagina off balance, a pH off balance and lead to irritation and infection. If you're somebody, if you're a bath person, and you love soaking in the tub or love soaking in the hot tub, make sure it's not too hot in temperature. And again, remember avoiding those scented bath products, bubble bath, all of that stuff. Make sure you dry your vulva. That's another really important thing. So you don't want to keep a wet vulva. And then when you're actually going to the bathroom, make sure you always wipe front to back. I know a lot of people have heard this and in working with so many people over the years, right? So many people over the years, whenever I bring this up, a lot of people either don't know this and wipe back to front or they do know this, but they just prefer their way of, of wiping back to front. The hard part is you guys, when you wipe, wipe back to front, it can actually transfer bacteria back from your anus to your vulva and vagina. And this can lead to some definite infection. So trying to be sure that when you do wipe, you're doing so back to, oh, sorry, front to back. Okay. So that's some basic stuff about keeping it clean. Uh, also believe it or not, how we dress can sometimes have an effect, especially if you're someone that does have irritation to the vulva area, or you're someone who deals with something like vulvodynia or something like that. So the clothing, again, can either really make sure that our vulva can breathe easily and stay dry, or it can promote moisture and irritation. So that's where the irritation may happen. What I always like to tell people is wear cotton underwear instead of silk or polyester, because cotton doesn't hold on to the moisture really well, and it makes it more difficult for bacteria to build up, whereas other materials will hold on to that moisture. I also tell people to avoid thongs 
that can really, not really, but it, it definitely can introduce bacteria into the vagina. Uh, if you're wondering why, you guys, the reason is it can actually pick up fecal matter and then bring it forward because that string is right into the folds, right? So it can pick up some fecal matter and it can reach to the vagina because of it. So cotton underwear, ideally not thongs. If you guys work out, go, you know, through for a big walk and you're sweating or it's just hot out or for whatever reason, your vulva's getting wet. Maybe you have a little bit of incontinence and that urine is sitting in your underwear. Make sure you're changing your clothes because you really want to make sure that stays dry. Otherwise that moisture just promotes the growth of bacteria. And then finally, in terms of dressing, avoid wearing underwear at night, because again, at night we can sometimes sweat in our sleep and then that can trap the moisture around the vulva and can again, cause problems. So keeping everything light and airy is essentially the big thing that we're trying to do in terms of dressing. Some other really good tips with regards to vulvar vaginal hygiene. This probably doesn't come to a surprise for you guys at this point, but again, avoiding any sort of scented tampons, pads, or liners, because they do unfortunately market those because there's a lot of women out there that might feel concerned or worried about the scent when they're either menstruating or if they're dealing with incontinence. And so a lot of products out there will kind of tell, Ooh, we can, you know, change that scent. So try this product. But again, it can be very irritating to our vulva and vagina. Make sure you're, so again, similarly, make sure you're washing with gentle unscented soaps. In terms of washing your clothes, that can be a big irritant for people too, is that really scented detergents or unnatural products. So make sure you're picking natural products, natural detergents, fabric softeners, dryer sheets, bleaches, all of that stuff that are all unscented. If you are menstruating, make sure you change your tampon regularly. If you are someone who wears a pad or a liner throughout the day, again, because perhaps some incontinence, make sure you're changing that regularly as well. If you're on your period, the other thing you'll want to do is make sure that you're not just, you know, changing tampons frequently, changing pads frequently, but never actually addressing the rest of the vulva. Make sure you're washing and wiping it regularly, especially if there is some blood that has you know, found its way there because again, we want to reduce that moisture. This tip is really timely after our chat yesterday, but make sure you stay well hydrated. So drink lots of water. You guys, this does help with your vulvo vaginal health because it keeps bacterial overgrowth and stress related sweat in check. Okay. So it's going to help with that. So another reason we didn't talk about yesterday, why water is so awesome. During sexual activity, making sure you're avoiding any lubricants that have scents, flavors, dyes, or any non-natural non ingredients, because again, those are going to insert into the vagina and can cause irritation. And then make sure after sexual activity that you're always going to pee. And that reason for that, we talk about that a lot with UTI management, but the reason for that is to flush out any potential bacteria and to clean um, and just reduce that from from the area, right? And then after it's also a good idea to clean the vulva with some warm water, just because there has been a lot of action during sexual activity and we want to make sure that nothing is resting on the vulva or in the vagina that could irritate it. So again, I know that might've sounded a little, you know, do this, do this, do this, but these are some really good tips that I want you guys to know about when it comes to our vulva vaginal health. Super important, you guys too. I thought I would end today's recording talking a little bit 
about vaginal douching and vaginal douching thankfully in the media these days we're talking about it a little bit more and we're talking about it in the negative context that it really is and the problem is there's so many companies out there that kind of they really prey on the women who are worried about their vagina because vaginas have a smell to it, right? Discharge might have a smell. And a lot of people get really self-conscious about that or really worried about that. But the truth is it's natural. And sure, there are times when if there's infection present, that smell might tell us something else. And that smell might tell us that something isn't healthy. But that's when we go to the doctor and get checked and see what we need to do, right? So maybe we need to take an antibiotic or use a cream or something. But otherwise it is okay if the vagina has a little bit of a smell or the discharge has a little bit of a smell, you guys. But these companies will often prey on the people that are really self-conscious about that and tout all of these benefits of doing vaginal douching and cleaning your vagina. And they say that it's safe. And they market it directly to the vagina, say it's been tested and all of that stuff. But the truth is, you guys, this is not the truth. The truth is, this is a lie because this is not something you want to do. Please, please, please do not use a vaginal douche because this is just simply not safe. Um, If I've been talking about this and you guys are like, what the heck is vaginal douching? Essentially, it's cleaning out the vagina with some sort of liquid solution. So essentially, you're putting something into the vagina to quote unquote, clean it out. And the reason it's such a bad idea is because it can actually cause some serious health complications and it can put you at an increased risk of various inflammatory issues, diseases and infections. So it's actually been associated with things like pelvic inflammatory disease, something called bacterial vaginosis, cervical cancer, if you're pregnant, low birth rate, preterm birth, uh, sexually transmitted diseases, ectopic pregnancies, recurrent yeast infections, and actually infertility as well. So there are huge implications and some very, very serious if you're someone who's regularly douching. And the reason it is such a bad idea is that it actually upsets the natural pH of the vagina. And when I talked about that earlier, the pH is such an important part of our vulva vaginal health. So, and the vagina is really sensitive to any sort of changes. If any of you guys are science nerds out there, so what happens is the vagina should maintain an acidic environment. Okay. So the vagina is actually an acidic environment and the pH level should be about a 3.5 to a 4.5. And for those of you guys who aren't into science, don't worry. Those numbers really aren't important. They don't mean anything. Just breeze past that fact. But for anyone who kind of knows pH stuff, it can be interesting to realize that it's actually an acidic environment. But this acidic environment is quite favorable to the healthy bacteria that naturally grow in the vagina. And it's unfavorable to that harmful stuff that tries to move in or tries to take over. And what happens when you're douching or when you're using a lot of scented products or you're trying to wash inside of your vagina with something that's not water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the pH of the vagina actually raises, okay? And that means the healthy stuff starts to really struggle to survive while all of the bad stuff starts to thrive and take over. And this is when we start to enter the phase of all of those problems I just mentioned. And one of the first symptoms that people might feel when this pH starts to get disrupted and the bad bacteria takes over and the healthy stuff struggles to stay alive is actually dryness, vaginal dryness. So vaginal dryness can be felt. And then unfortunately we can see all of those other symptoms. 
So long and short of it, douching is bad. Don't douche, avoid scented stuff. Think about all the other kind of tips and tricks I mentioned, making sure that the vagina vulva is dry over the course of the day and uh, yeah, and not kind of jumping on some of the bandwagon of these marketing products that say they're safe for a vagina, but really aren't. There you guys have it. Today was all about vulva vaginal health in terms of your challenge homework today. Nothing crazy, you guys. All I ask is if you're someone that does any of those uh, things we talked about that maybe aren't the greatest, either it's wiping back to front or using scented products on your vulva, my challenge is for you to try to switch up that habit and your vulva and vagina are going to thank you for it at a later date. Okay. Enjoy you guys. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow for the start of week two of this three week challenge. Enjoy.